Hello and welcome to the Midweeks with Pastor Rob. Today I want to share with you out of the book of John um, a passage that's been really, really impacting me today. Um, God is huge. And we shouldn't be too surprised if, while we're reading the scripture, um, things come up that kind of blow our minds. Okay. It, it, it shouldn't surprise us when we're dealing with the God of the universe if many, many, many things um, seem too big for us to almost comprehend. But everything that God has shared with us in his scripture is important for us. Everything that God has shared with us, he wants us to know about himself. Some things I think are more important. I think I'd rather be stranded on a desert island with the gospel of John or the book of Romans than say like Leviticus or Obadiah. But it's all important and God wants us to know about all of it. And so today I want to read out of John chapter 6. And I just want to share about kind of um, something that Jesus thought about his own ministry and his relationship with his father as it pertains to his mission for saving his people. Okay, so I'm in John chapter 6. And what's going on in John chapter 6 is that Jesus has fed the 5,000. He's walked across water. And now the crowd that got that was fed by the 5,000, or the 5,000 that were fed, some of them are seeking Jesus because they are really excited about this guy who can make loads of food come out of nowhere. And so they're seeking after him for food, and Jesus is confronting them about the state of their heart, how they can see that he um, has the power to make food, but they don't really realize who he truly is, and he thinks that they're unbelievers. And so this is how the conversation goes. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So here's the scenario. Like I said, people have come to Jesus, and they're kind of looking for a sign. They're looking for some new manna. They're looking for some some demonstration of a miracle that will also feed their stomach. And Jesus responds to them, not with more food, but a lesson about himself. He says, I am the bread of life. And when I am eaten, when I'm satisfying someone's soul, um, they never hunger and they never thirst again. And this is just like a picture of spiritual hunger in one sense, but also of the fact that when you and I go and we eat a meal, even if it's the best meal ever, we're still going to die. And so Jesus is a kind of food that if you come to him, he satisfies you in such a way that causes you to live forever and ever and ever you have eternal life. He is eternal life. And so he says this, whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said that you have seen me and yet do not believe. Now this is the key or a key for understanding what's going on here. Jesus is talking to these people. They're kind of seeking him. They want miracles from him. And he's saying, I know that you can see me like with your eyes, but you don't believe in who I am. The Gospel of John is about belief. What does real belief look like? 
You don't believe in me. And this kind of raises this big question. Okay, Jesus has come to his people. He's doing miracles before his people. He's feeding his people, but they don't really come to him. This Is this a problem? You'd think it'd be a problem. Is Jesus failing here? Is he just not up to the task? Is he not accomplishing his mission? Should we give him a poor performance review? What's going on here? And so Jesus responds by sharing his own theology, if you want to put it like that, of what is going on and why he is not panicking, thinking that either he has failed or that his father has failed or that his mission is a failure. He says this, all that the father gives me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. So this is Jesus's reaction to the unbelief of the people. He says, all that the father gives me will come to me. This is his confidence. My father has something to give me. My father has a people to give me. My father has people to give me. And I don't know when the father chose them. And I don't know when the father gave them. He gives them. He gives them. And they come. This is Jesus's confidence. All those the father gives to me will come to me. You aren't coming to me. And that's not great, but it doesn't flat, flatten me because I know that all who the Father gives me will come to me. And in response, he says, and those who come to me, whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. So here's the Father and the Son. This is their agreement. This is what they're doing. We're almost invited into seeing the scene where the Father's speaking to the Son, you know, on his throne in heaven saying, Father, or son, I have a people to give to you. I am giving you a people. And the son says, I will receive them. Um, Don Carson wrote a commentary and he says that Jesus is using a figure of speech called a litotes, which is a way of saying something strongly by kind of saying it weakly in the negative. So he gives the example of somebody who says, you know, I'm from no small city. I'm from New York. Well, what is he mean when he says, I'm from no small city. He means I'm from a huge city. I'm from the biggest city. And Jesus is saying, whoever comes to me, I will by no means cast out. Yes, not only will he not cast them out, but he's saying, I will protect them. I will preserve them. I will keep them. All that the Father gives to me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will not lose. And he makes this more clear as he goes on. He says, for I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but to do the will of him who sent me. So here is Jesus saying, I am here to accomplish the will of my father. I'm not here for my own health. I'm not here for my own benefit. I'm not here on vacation. I'm not here to do my own thing. I am here for one mission to accomplish the will of the father who sent me. And then he explains what the will is. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. So here is the theology, the mindset of Jesus. He says, I have come down from heaven with the mission of receiving that which the Father has to give to me, and I know that it's people. And this is me talking now. I know it's people, because what does Jesus raise up on the last day? Buildings? No. Uh, The environment? No. Beluga whales? No. It's people. It's the saints, it's, 
It's the church, the true church, true believers. This is what he's going to do. He's going to raise them up on the last day. So how do people get to the state of being raised up to eternal life? Those who eat the bread from heaven, who will never hunger and will never thirst, who have eternal life, how how do they get there? They get to the place of being raised from the dead because the Father gave them to the Son, and the Son came down from heaven to do the Father's will, and the Father's will was that the Son should lose nothing that the Father has given to him, but raise it up on the last day. This is Jesus' mindset. This is how he can be looking at a crowd of people who don't believe in him, even though he just fed them with miracle bread, multiplying the bread for the feeding of 5,000, and he can, he can see them rejecting him and not feel like a failure, not be losing hope, not be losing confidence, not be wavering. He's saying, you're just not my Father's gift to me. That's the issue. You're not my father's gift to me. That's why you you don't come. And I think that Jesus actually knows these people's eternal destiny. You and I don't. We we can't just walk up to somebody and be like, well, that person's saved, that person's not saved. We can read the signs. We can we can see what's going on in people's hearts. And you know, usually it, it, it's sometimes it's really clear. But what Jesus is doing isn't something that I can do, where just knowing what's going on in people's hearts. But he's saying, you really don't believe in me, and it's not because of anything I've done wrong. It's because of, um, it's because you're just not the Father's gift to me, which is amazing and profound. Now, we can kind of get lost in this because it's like, what? It's, it's all just between God? It's, what is this? What's going on here? Don't, don't people choose? Don't people make choices? Don't people either come or turn away? Don't people either believe or not believe? Don't people either have faith or have no faith? What's going on here? Now, listen to what Jesus does next. He says this, For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. And so John, in his gospel, Jesus in his speech, is creating these two parallel sentences that both begin with, this is the will of either the one who sent me or my Father, and end with, and I will raise them up on the last day. Okay, so I want you to picture this, these two parallel sentences in your brain. They both begin with, this is the will of the Father, and they both end with, and I will raise them up in my last on the last day. And then there's two different middle parts. The first one, it says, all that the Father's given me. And the second one is, everyone who looks on the Son and believes in Him. But they're two different ways of describing the same group of people. So when it comes to human believing, what is human believing? It is looking to the Son and believing in Him, looking to Him, looking to Him, looking to Him, and seeing who He is. The crowds are looking to Jesus, and they don't see. They don't see the bread of heaven. They don't see eternal life. They don't see the true Son of God. They see another free meal, and they see being part of a spectacle and a sideshow, but they don't see the Son for who He truly is. Therefore, they can't and won't look to Him and be raised up on the last day. But there is an eternal and a divine happening going on at the same time where, where it is, they're just not the Father's gift to the Son. And so they don't look to Him. And so these things are happening at the same time. They are the same event. How do you know if you are the Father's gift to the Son? Well, do you look to Jesus? Have you looked to Jesus? Do you believe on Him? And I hope and trust the answer is yes. 
And if you look to the Son and you see in him not just some old teacher from a long time ago or some guy who was really politically important, but you look to him and you see him and you see bread from heaven who satisfies your thirst and takes your hunger away. If you look to him and you see Jesus desirable and you love him, you see him and believe on him, then you are the Father's gift to the Son. I want you to think about that. You're not just you, some person living your life. The Father has given you to Jesus. He's gifted you to Jesus. And he said, don't lose them. And Jesus, the all-powerful Son of God, who sustains all things by the might of his word, who has passed through death and is himself resurrected from the dead, he, can, can you imagine him failing in this? Can you imagine him saying, I don't want to? Can you imagine him saying, oh, I'm not strong enough? Can you imagine him failing? It's, it's unthinkable. It's impossible. If Jesus was going to fail, it would have been in the Garden of Gethsemane. It would have been on the cross. He would have stayed in the grave. But the resurrected Jesus can. He fail but to accomplish the will of the one who sent him. Impossible. He will do it. He will do it. So if you are looking to Jesus and believing in him, you are the gift of the Father to the Son and he will keep you. This is amazing. This is profound. But for me, this is just grace. This is grace. This is grace. This is such, these, these are the depths of grace. These are the depths of grace. Even before I was born, the Father gave me to Jesus and said, don't lose him. Don't lose Robert Balfour. He's my gift to you. And Jesus said, I will go down to heaven. I will go to the cross. I will come out of the grave and I will rule from the throne of heaven, Father, to do your will. And I won't lose him, but raise him up on the last day. This is amazing. And I hope as you hear and think upon these things, I trust that God will give you insight to know the grace of God in the gifting of the Father to the Son. Be blessed.